All right, I'm recording. Here oh, we cool. go. Woo-hoo. So, right, um, so I'm doing the intro, right, Kim? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Okay, welcome to another amazing episode of Roll or Die. This week we have Maria Lee and Richard Latamagi. Is that right? Latamagi? Did I get that right? Yeah, close uh, enough. <laughs> or latte magic, as he sometimes likes to be known, especially when, when he was in the, the coffee game. And uh, we're really excited to have them on the show because we love BJJ and we love love. And uh, these guys bring both together. So it's pretty cool. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello. Hello. Like and the, the reason I didn't want to do the intro, Anton, was I thought you were going to explain that this is episode number 69. Oh. And that's part of the reason oh, yeah. why we got these guys on. Richard yeah. got super excited about that. He was like, this, right. is a very, this is the perfect episode for us to come on. So That's right. I thought we were going lowbrow. You've taken it highbrow. What the hell? Come on. This is when, the porn episode. Yeah. yeah. You put it right <laughs> back down, Kim, right where it needs to be. So that's, that's it. Good. That's that's my style. That's right. Good. Yeah. So I'm actually surprised that um, when I'm out and about or chatting with people, there are people listening to this podcast. So I'm not sure. Should we try and keep it G-rated or... Nah. Uh, well, how many kids listen? I don't think the only time that kids will ever listen is if we have kids on the show. And uh, I, don't, I don't think we do it justice if we okay. live there. So people say yeah. fuck all the time, etc. So I think we just... Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we had young uh, on. We had young. So, oh, my you know, God. <laughs> young. I haven't listened to her episode, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I did listen to James Walters mainly just because I really miss him. So Yeah. Oh, he's not on social media yeah. anymore, so he doesn't even know. He doesn't know who's listening to that. He doesn't know anything that's going on, really. Do you know what's going on with James Waters? Like, can we just, like, share with the, with the world? What, what is he doing? Like, yeah, He's in the police force now. He's doing really well. He's uh, training jiu-jitsu up in Newcastle. He's in love. He's, like, life is good. Yeah, but he's, he's not, you know, he, I mean, he definitely misses down here. But he's not missing yeah. being on the social medias and all that sort of stuff. He's really kind of just gotten on with his life and... Life seems good for him. Yeah, he's loving it. Yeah, James, if, if you hear this, can you please call me? It's the same <laughs> phone number that I always had. It's saved in your phone. Thanks, mate. Even if he's not on the social medias, though, Anton, like we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. He can he can still hear this. That's yeah, true. I'll sure. send him this link. This is this is yeah. Richard's shout out. This show is about love, and we're sending out a shout out to you, James Walters. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, we all love James Walters, so why not? You can't not love James Walters. But on to you guys, right? So, like, first of all, Estonia, right? Like, you are, that's your, that's your, that's your kind of, that's where you were born. Is that right? It is where I was born. Where you were born. It's where you grew, It's where you started jujitsu. Like, your coach who's come out to Australia is like, and I've met this guy. He's just, he's an awesome dude. But you, you actually commenced your BJJ career in Estonia. And what's that? What was that all, all like? Yeah, yeah. So, for the first sort of year and a half, I trained back home in Estonia in Tallinn, the capital, um, at 3D training, which, you know, is a great, it was a great gym because it just um, finished or ended um, in the sense wow. that COVID kind of, I think, oh, no. away the gym and whatever. So they finished up their 3D training, but they started a new gym called Estum Jiu-Jitsu. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, but anyway, the coaches are really good. So Preet's awesome. Um, and there's another guy, Ron, who's even more awesome, um, but a little bit less known. Um, so yeah, I started there, trained for a year and a half. Um, and then when I came over, I obviously started training under Chago, who's, yeah. uh, who's the big boss. 
And I remember pre, he taught me how to grab people's fingers, even when you're wearing the gate. Like he just grabs bunches of fingers, right? That's the guy, right? That's the guy we're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, so like you, you, you can grab four fingers, threes like a little bit. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so you can grab fingers. It's all right. He was totally, totally manhandling. He, like he used my fingers as a grip, and I'd never seen that before. It just blew me away, and I was just like, I've, I've tried to go for it ever since. Like I can't do it like him, but it was amazing. It was a really good lesson for me. Yeah, if you grab a couple of times, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. this is like dirty jujitsu, but it's fine. yeah, <laughs> Estonian jujitsu. You got it here. He does a lot of he does a lot of weird stuff. Um, really defensive jujitsu, and I think probably people that are like. People that follow jiu-jitsu, they may have heard of Preet before because he's got a bit of a cult following because yeah, um, he does things a bit differently. But yeah, it was a good, it was good, like it was a good sort of, I guess, basics of jiu-jitsu and fundamental jiu-jitsu. Um, but yeah, obviously most of the time I train here in Australia under Chago. So he he's graded me to blue and, and purple and brown as well. And he's sort of, yeah. Well, I do, I do stay in touch with the guys back home as well. I was not aware we were going to go so serious straight on, on with this, Anton. I thought we were going to go down the love angle. The, oh, coming back. We're circling back around. Oh, we're going to circle back around because <laughs> yeah. just for the, for the listeners or a bit of background, Anton has been kind of on about this for several months now, wanting to get cover the topic of BJJ dating, dating in BJJ. So I was sort of like, hey, man, I'm not sure that's the best uh, angle that we want to go with, but... When we were counting down the numbers and we came to episode 69, these guys are the best couple to come in and talk about this. So we sort of killed two birds with one stone. So I'm kind of wondering, like, how did you guys meet? Tell us about your your background, independent of joy. <laughs> the traditional way, which is Tinder. Okay, so it is a jiu-jitsu podcast and then bringing it back around to jiu-jitsu, then how how did that come about within your relationship? Was Richard training, Mary, and you kind of wondered, what is this? Or he introduced you, what what was that like? The first time I'm engaged with jiu-jitsu is he he did a renega chuck to me in a park and <laughs> it was so effortless. I'm like, oh my God, it's so effortless. I like this technique. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. So, like, you just met, like, it was your first Tinder date or whatever, and he was yeah, like, I'm I'm "Let me show you something." Is that like... <laughs> yeah. No. Don't you? Is that not was like quite gentleman in there? <laughs> okay. So, no. what date did he rear naked choke you? Because that that is important. Like, that's something we need to know. After I think four or five. Okay. So it's appropriate to take someone on the fourth or fifth day. That's fair enough. I'm, okay, I'm down with that. I think it's totally okay. appropriate. Taking yeah. notes. Anton's taking notes on this. Yeah, I'm going to write yeah, that down. writing it down with the dates. Um, I don't, like, because it's funny when you mention that, Kim, because I felt like we're probably the worst, like, couple to interview because we totally don't train together at all. We keep the training fairly separate, uh, which I find works really well because then, she can do her training, I can do my training. And then, you know, we both come home and we're tired and we sit on the couch and watch TV and don't talk about training. It's yeah. great. That's really? That, well, that is kind of like part of it. Like it's like a relationship often works. Like if, if a couple like works together or something like that, you know, and yeah. they're in each other's faces 24-7, it often doesn't work. So like I am fascinated to know how people make training work because there's all sorts of dynamics and, 
you know, gyms are gyms are full on places. And like, I know that half the time I'm invalidating my, I get so pissed off when I'm having a shit night at training or something. And like, if I was at my, with my partner, I might say the wrong, you know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of emotions that come up at training basically. So I totally get it. And it's a valid way that you both train at the same club, but you don't, you often aren't there at the same time. Like I totally understand that that's, that's a workable way. We should get a once a week. Okay. Yeah, once a week. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Mary had a very illustrious boxing career before starting jiu-jitsu. Do you want to in talk Hawaii? About Is this back in Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about just, that. One time when I was doing boxing and my nose kept bleeding, you know, my nose really sensitive. So I sort of have to take a break. Yeah. And um, that's how I start training jiu-jitsu consistently. So I want to say you you just didn't like the striking because it was getting punched in the face. <laughs> you like, screw this. I'm going to do jujitsu. Pretty much. Yeah, that's the same story for me. I totally get that. I understand that. What was but did Richard suggest it? Like, did, did Richard go, "Hey, you should try this thing called BJJ"? Uh, I got you a gi. <laughs> you got oh, me a gi before I started. <laughs> Yeah, what was it? I can't remember. I didn't. Huh? Uh, yeah, I think it was her birthday or something, and she. No, she said, I did something wild, and you said, "Oh, I'll give you a present. Maybe it's the sign that you want me to try it." Yeah, yeah. And, and did you, it. or did you just still leave leave the gi untouched? Did you try oh, after that? It was it was in my car for six months. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice that was the perfect question to ask you because i'm sure that that definitely is like so much like everyone gets a present they've left show like i'm surprised you didn't even re-gift it to somebody else actually because it's like that kind of thing <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you've ever driven with mary but there is like so much crap in the back like in the <laughs> there's just like hundreds of items that are never going to get used just like chucked in the trunk so in case anything happens, everything is in a car. What, what it's can, called preparation. Can, <laughs> it's like you're a I'm so organized. I know exactly where everything is. <laughs> All right. Um, now, there's something, I, there's something I want to show you guys, right? Okay. Where is my Facebook? Here it is. Go on. I just want to know if <laughs> this is real. <laughs> and yes. if it is, if it is. I'm so oh. flexible. Yeah. Like, then you must be actually related to Richard because that's like what he does in yeah. the gym. So, <laughs> so I taught her how to play guard in case you didn't. <laughs> actually, is that useful? Is Richard's flexibility useful in the relationship in anywhere else other than BJJ? I'm definitely interested to know the, to know the answer to that question. No, like, how can you get around the house? So. Maybe you should make it useful in somewhere else. Yeah, I can like, like use the computer and just like call someone at the same time. Just like, no, it's me. It's useful for someone else. Oh, these socks, by the way. Is that your leg? Oh, no, I'm not sure. Like uh, hey, really so going back to what you were saying earlier, that like you guys tend to train separately. How do you sort of do you coordinate that? Like, how does it work? Do you just accept the fact that one night one of you is going to be home? The other one's going to be at training. Do you try and train at different locations on the same day? 
No, we don't, we don't coordinate it. It's just Mary mainly trains in St. Kilda. I mainly train in the city. And then sometimes, uh, we're the city, sometimes I'll go to St. Kilda. It's good. And we go to Collingwood as well. So with the yeah. three gyms, is like, yeah. So you just sort of live with the, you, you tend to still be home at the same time or training at the same time, just a different, is that what you're saying? We don't even talk about. Yeah, we don't really like organize it like that. It's just like, we kind of have like different schedules as well sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. I mainly train Nogi these days and, and Mary mainly yeah. trains the Gi as well, which is just like, yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, she's probably more passionate about it now than I am. She loves it. About training? Yeah. Holy yeah, so Mary, for the listeners that don't know, Mary recently got her blue belt uh, earlier this year. So she was well, well overdue for it. Very accomplished white belt. And yeah, congratulations. So Thank yeah, it's, um, it's great to have another color belt female. Absolute. So congrats. How Thank are you finding you, the blue belt? Are you finding it uh, a bit of a step up? Like people much harder on you now than as a white belt? Only Richard is and his friend and all the girls they are so nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're a blue belt now. You should be able to take this. Yes. I remember my uh, my first session with him when I just first got my blue belt. He almost killed me. <laughs> it was so hard on me, I couldn't breathe. You gotta show him what's what every now and then. That's right. Every now and then since ever. That's right. She can take it. She can take a beating. It's all good. <laughs> I mean, look at stalking Kim. You're a black belt. You guessed yeah, it. Well, you know, Mary's always giving me like such a hard time. She's a great training partner. Like she's awesome to. She you really goes so to Kim. So mm. aggressive. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, I wanted to actually, uh, Anton. We didn't talk about this before. We didn't really plan this out. I don't know if you can share your screen and show. I think it was on Mary's page. I'm not sure. Last year during the lockdown, you guys posted a video. Oh man, it made me tear up. It was just beautiful. I don't know if you can uh, share that, Anton, and show it, but I wanted to chat with you guys about like last year's lockdown. Like, how was that for you? Did you train jujitsu together? What were you doing? Did you? Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Make sure it's the right one, man. I don't I think that's the right, the right one. Okay. It's it's right. Unprofessional. It was about them living together during the lockdown, so it would have been like mid last year. Okay, we should go through. We're going to go through all the videos. <laughs> Yeah, wow. we're, uh, we're not yeah, this might be a breach of privacy here. <laughs> sorry, Mary. Here we are. Here's Mary's Facebook. Yeah, yeah. sorry, Mary. Maybe no mind. I'm yeah, not no, going to spell yeah, anything. Sorry. That's beautiful. We'll just watch that for a moment. We should have chatted yeah. about this before. Sorry, but yeah. So, how was the lockdown for you guys? Like, it's pretty challenging for most couples. How did you guys go? Because you live together, close. Uh, yeah. You're in the inner city, so I imagine the space you're in is quite small. So, how was that for you last year? Um, I, it was fine. I mean, like, it was always just horrible because it was locked down. Like, everyone else was, you know, locked down as well. But I don't think we had any problems, really. We got a pretty, um, yeah, like, yeah, it was cruisy, actually. We were both working, um, working from home. It, I think that took a lot of adjusting for myself, personally. And obviously, the massive thing was not being able to train jujitsu because, mm. I mean, strangling people really brings a balance to all of our lives. So that was really hard. Yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean it was totally fine we've got the mats here as well we did a little bit of jiu-jitsu a little bit of technique um just went out for walks north melbourne's an amazing place to live so yeah that was fun for me mary i don't actually think we spend so much time together even though we <laughs> we're from home what do you mean 
Like we're both so busy with work and I don't think twenty four hours together, mate. What are you talking about? But except for we don't. You're so busy and I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. We were pretty busy at work. We were both like working. Um, yeah, it was totally fine. I mean, I think a lot of people had a had it much rougher than that. You know, people lost their jobs and things. You can't really complain. And as soon as the gyms at least opened up, that kind of, you know, it was like, all right, everything's sort of back to normal, except for travel. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind switching over to a little bit of the, like, like you've done a lot of refing now, Richard. And I, like, you also touched on how, like, you're not as passionate about BJJ anymore. I don't know if I just made that mean something. Like, you still love BJJ like crazy, but you just don't love it as much as Marielle loves it. <laughs> That's kind of what you yeah. said. But, like, I'm wondering, like, getting into the world of refing, has that shifted or changed your views about anything? Or, like, is, is that, yeah. like, what, what, you know, tell me about all that stuff. I'm, I'm keen to. Now, when I mean I'm not passionate, so I just, I'm, I'm still passionate about jiu-jitsu, but I just want to go into class and strangle people. That's it. Like, I'm not really Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I just use it as a hobby. Yeah. And, you know, a way of expressing myself and, and really just finding that balance when you're strangling people. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I'm not like, like Mary, for example, is always looking at like YouTube videos and, and learning new techniques. So she's in a different, yeah, she's in a different stage of her yeah, cool. journey. Whereas, like, I don't really like, I know a tiny bit and I just use that in the gym now. So, yeah. yeah that. What you're saying, I definitely went through that at Brown Belt as well. It's sort of, not really like a lull, but you just you're still interested in jujitsu, but the it, it's yeah. more uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like it, yeah, you're not watching YouTube all the time. More you haven't got that like burning desire where the new blue belt is still like hungry, hungry all the time. That's yeah, that's how I felt as well. But it did come back again at black for me. It came back again. That that sort of yeah. passion for jujitsu. I think it's totally fine. Like your focus just shifts. Like I used to compete a little bit, or used to in like the um lighter belts or whatever but um I used to compete now i don't compete anymore pretty much i just like i still love doing jujitsu but mm. it's just for fun you know what i mean so yeah i don't really like i'll, I'll pick up every now and then i'll pick some, pick up something new and, and you have to otherwise you just get left behind but there's not that like massive drive like you said yeah. um and i think it's a it's totally fine if you admit that to yourself yeah yeah i think yeah, that's it's natural yeah, i don't think you can keep fun. that that blue belt intensity for you know 15 years or more or whatever like you'll burn out yeah. i think it's totally normal and i think if you think about it like a relationship like with another person like it starts off and there's lots of action and you know it's all raunchy and stuff and then after a while the kind of relationship matures and it's just about you, you start to you know value different things in each other i guess and it's yeah. like that with jiu-jitsu over a long period of time like you just you love it but you love it differently to how you loved it before and it's still no, 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 no less love. It's just different love. Yeah. Whereas like it's Mary so will, yeah, Mary will learn new things like every single day. She's like on YouTube, just looking at obscure videos and I'm just like, that will never work. And she's like, no, it will. Yes. It sounds really familiar actually, Richard. <laughs> I'm in the oh, same yeah. <laughs> Yes, all the time. Yeah. So Antoine, come on, man. You were like so keen to do the jujitsu dating, uh, yeah. you know. Well, scene. yeah, I'm really keen. I am keen. I definitely, well, I mean, I think we've already looked a lot at that, but I also really want to know about refing because I see you refing all yeah. the time. 
you know i reckon you are you know a really you I'm, like I've seen you ref, obviously you're a very respectable ref. You do make, you know, you make great calls. You seem very connected to what's going on out there. What, like what's your experience as a ref like? Do you, is it something you advise as someone's journey in, through BJJ to, to take it on? Or, you know, how did you yeah. get into it? Talk a bit about it. Uh, I refed at Grappling Industries um, quite a few times. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It just kind of makes you look at jiu-jitsu in a different way a little bit. Um, I mean, and, and just makes you like, I guess, a slightly better competitor because you learn how to play the rules. Oh, yeah. Um, it is also fun when, you know, you got people yelling at you for making calls and you're like, mate, what's wrong with you? And you kind of want to lose your call and just walk after them and you're like, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, no, it's, um, I don't know. Refing's just, uh, it's just a fun way of, to spend a day, really. It's, it's kind of annoying, though, when, your mates are competing and you're like having to ref something and you really want to look away and you know that when you look away for a moment something's going to happen yeah so that that's kind of the annoying part about refing but so what about if you're refing for your mates who are competing like on the mats in front of you is that what's that like that's totally fine yeah you just kind of you know it's because everyone says like because when you're refing when your mates compete competing you actually kind of because you you know that everyone knows that it's your mate. Therefore, you're almost like it's bad for your mate because you want to do the calls to go the other way to show that you're fair. Yeah. So it's That's like, pathetic. it's actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's what I feel like, at least. And I feel like most people at RAF have that like a similar way of, of sort of approaching it. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather, like, I'd rather have, do a competition match where the other guy is mates with the ref. And then if I lose, then I can always go, hey, you know, it's the ref's as mate. <laughs> it was so rude. You've, you've also got a built-in excuse as well. So it's like the best situation it. ever. Yeah, makes good sense. You've done so, Anton, you wanted to do the jiu-jitsu dating podcast, but I feel like I've been the one who asked all the dating questions and you've asked all the jiu-jitsu questions. So... I'm going to ask well, another dating question. <laughs> we can, we can, what, we, we, we can talk about the dating. What, what do you guys want to know? No, no. But like I said, it's just something Anton's been very interested in. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm kind, but I'm kind of taking the the lead on it all. You go for it. When you I guys just played to the stage game, you're taking it and running with it. That's what it's all about. Damn, you, you, got, you, got, off the pack. you got more experience now, Kim, that you've gotten Theo into dating. That's right. <laughs> that's true. Into jujitsu. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's What's right. it like, uh, you know, getting a professional athlete, a lifter into jujitsu? How's oh, that working for you? Obviously, true. you know, it's it's very similar to Mary. You know, it's, you know, Mary's got similar accomplishments in the boxing world. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's been interesting. We struggle to actually train together, mostly because of our body size difference. I mean, there's just a massive sixty kilo weight difference between mm. us. Um, but I do sometimes struggle a little bit emotionally as well when we do train together. How do you guys go if you do ever sort of drill together or, well, Theo and I are cool to drill together, but any actual live rolling gets me too emotional. How do you go with that? Especially Mary, like, do you find yourself getting more emotional with Richard than you would with another partner, uh, like jujitsu training partner? It's not like, He's always so harsh on me. Like he, yeah. if I do things like ninety nine percent, is it's not good enough. Have to be one or one. Actually, <laughs> it's completely the other way around for us. 
I don't mind rolling with Mary, but I just can't stand the drilling. It's just like, I just can't stand drilling in general. And then drilling with Mary, because you know, you put like these unrealistic expectations for your partner. And then when she like, yeah, anyway. So yeah. And also Mary's like an amazing, like just like she's a beast. So when yeah, rolling, I know. like I'm having to defend myself. Whereas when it's drilling, I'm like, I kind of get pissed off Boy. anyway because I just don't like drilling. So then yeah. just doing it with someone is like, oh, why are we drilling? Let's just roll. You know? Yeah. So we're, we're literally the other way around. Happy, yeah. to, happy to roll. Um, I love watching Mary when she's rolling as well. Like she's she's a killer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the drilling aspect, I'd rather get her to drill with someone else. So it's, it's funny like that. When you guys are in class together, do you partner up or do you tend to just not avoid each other but go more to people, say, your own size or your own gender or your own belt rank? What, how do you...? Because we don't always train together. So when we have a chance, we will try to partner up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah And it goes up. okay? You you try and, like, keep it, keep it together? Keep it yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we try and keep it together, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Sweet. yeah that's fine like in class is fine because it's like you know how it is in class you kind of drill a couple of times and, and then yeah. you start rolling but when it's like pure drilling like mary likes to sometimes just go for an hour and then i'm like you know i, I need to this. nail the small details <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we all do yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you guys put it together kim we have been during the lockdown. We've had to, yeah, tr drill together. But when we're in class together, it's kind of no point. I mean, half mm. the positions we can't do on each other. I, I can't close my guard on him. I can't yeah. maintain that. Like, there's no point, and it's sort of no benefit to him to be with someone half his size mm. if he does compete and go against someone, you know, his own size. That's. But yeah, I'm a bit the same, and I have to sort of say to him all the time that's not going to work on someone your size that's not going to yeah. work on someone your size you need to do it like this so he is like yeah picking it up really quickly and doing that but it's it's still difficult to do the the live rolling because of the size difference partly but also the skill difference like it gets really frustrating so what if you and mary drill and me and theo watch would you be okay with that? <laughs> that would work that would probably work yes we could do that, that. Would work. and then you two could roll well he would uh, yeah. yeah, he would enjoy that too. Actually, yeah, I've loved the couple of roles that I have with Theo. He's he's amazing. Yeah, he's yeah, no, he's very keen. He's very keen. And, and Anton, what's you. going on in your love life? Oh man, my <laughs> girlfriend. Her name is her name is Antonina, and she lives in Russia. And uh, so it was great. Yeah. I've been to Russia four times before the lockdown, and uh, and it was going okay. really well. And we, you know, like I plan to spend half my time over there, half my time here. It's still going Sorry, really well. And, are you, are you saying there's this real right now, like Anton and Antonina? That's right, my brother. <laughs> it's just crazy. We met on wow. Tinder. We actually met on Tinder as well. Her sister lives in. Like, yeah, her, her sister lives in Mooney Ponds, which is like one suburb away from me. And so then she was here for two months. So we just saw, saw each other every day for two months, and we just thought it was going to be a bit casual. And then we fell in love. She's a pole dancer though, so I'll never have this kind of jujitsu oh, yeah. thing going on, right? Like she competes at pole dancing, which is really fun. I enjoy that. I enjoy watching that, I've got to say. But, you know, I don't, like one of the things which fascinates me about all of this is like I've always dreamed about jujitsu relationship, you know what I mean? But then I don't think in anyone's world it works out the way that the fantasy of jujitsu relationship is. I mean, it's, it's great. Like there's all sorts of examples of it, but it's certainly... 
like when you imagine what it's going to be like and then you end up in it it's just i'm sure that there's so many things to to kind of that get unraveled in that fantasy when it, when it starts to happen yeah i mean it's different as well i think like because i mean we you know we don't compete or anything like that anymore really well every now and then maybe but I think when you're like super competitive, it can be a little bit more like, you know, Hey, you're both pushing each other to be like absolutely mm. amazing or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just a one and part of our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Whereas I think, I think maybe, the same for, you know, yourself, Kim and Theo as well, it's, it's a part of your life, but it doesn't yeah. consume you in yeah. the way that it does a few people. Maybe mm. another thing too, you guys didn't meet at jiu-jitsu. So mm. like you met outside of jiu-jitsu and then you came to jiu-jitsu or Richard was already there and then brought Mary along. Yeah, would that be fair to say? Mm. Introduced her. Yeah. yeah. That's he actually used yeah. to work. For people that don't know, Richard used to work uh, at Absolute. He's probably responsible for maybe half the memberships there, I'd say, <laughs> yeah. at least. Uh, oh, a very so, effective yeah. closer, that's for sure. <laughs> that yeah. like, nobody walked very, into that gym without walk out without a membership. That was that was the case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing now? What do you do? Because I remember it was so sad when you left. You left probably four years ago, three, four years ago. Is that right? Uh, a little bit less, I think, like less than two years ago is when oh, okay. we um, were done. Um, Feels so, like longer. Feels like longer. Yeah, moved from managing the sales at Absolute to I now sell software to car dealerships for mm -hmm. a US company, yeah. um, which is very exciting and I'm really enjoying it. And I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. So it started just before lockdown. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been great. And I especially love the fact that, you know, I'm obviously still training at the gym every day and, you know, it's become like my absolute happy place again. Yeah. Whereas obviously previously when you're working there, there's always that thing in the back of your mind. Like, it's work. You mm. know, yeah. So it's it's great. Absolutely. MMA is the best place in the world. It's so good. I, 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 Everyone question, should train at Absolute. If you train at another jiu-jitsu gym, <laughs> we, if you we train at another jiu-jitsu gym, just come do a class at Absolute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we're always telling Anton we need some non-absolute people as guests. Like we're trying right. to like go what outside I, of it. Yeah. Well, what I would love to know, because we ask this of every guest, we really know with you, Marielle, where you, you know, your story, but how what was the first like introduction you had to BJJ? How did you discover it? Who introduced you? What hooked you about it? Yes, yeah, for you, Richard. No, 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 for Richard. Sorry, go, go again. Sorry, I thought you were asking He's found out. Questions. We always ask this of our guests, and we know Marielle's story because you introduced yep. her to BJJ, but what was your first experience of BJJ? How did you discover it? Mm -hmm. Who introduced you? What what got you about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. So um, I did um, um, a little bit of kickbox. No, hold on. Let me just think for a moment now. So you have to do this conscription in Estonia. So you actually have to do like a, a, a short military service stint type of thing. Mm. And I did that for 11 months. Um, and there were some guys rolling around on the ground for um, which they were doing jujitsu. I didn't know what jujitsu was at the time and I didn't jump in. But I think after that, I started doing kickboxing and met a good mate of mine, um, Sash, who then he sort of moved on to doing jujitsu. And I put the two and two together. I was like, oh, the thing that I saw like a year ago was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh. And then, yeah, just sort of followed him and did a trial class at 3D training. And then, yeah, just just fell in love with it. Yeah, right. 
think the first class was like a triangle armbar or something. I was like, shit, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the guy that you came over to Australia with? Because I can yeah. remember meeting you. Um, oh. I actually met Richard at my old club at Beans um, when he first came to Australia. I think you were maybe traveling around, maybe Hold you were on. at the gyms in, in Melbourne. Wait, Kim, were you at Beans when me yeah. and Yeah. I can't Yeah, I was I was there as a white and blue belt. Uh, what... Sorry, but we yeah. Oh, you're showing us where Estonia is. Oh, nice. Yeah, Look at us getting on the But do go on because you're right in the yeah. middle of an interesting conversation. So. Yeah. Sorry. Were you actually like at De Beans yeah. when me and my mate? So you saw us? Yeah. That's yeah, great. You there for a while there. Yeah. 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 Thanks for remembering. Yeah. yeah. We were not. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, I completely forgotten. No, yeah. so that's Mido. He's a, he's a beast. He's not the guy that got me originally got me into it, but we came over with him. Um, but yeah, and I remember, uh, yeah, we did probably, we did, we did like two or three classes there, I think. Yeah. Um, which was yeah. really fun. But yeah, he's, he's another guy. He's a black belt now. He doesn't train too often anymore, but he was, a, he was a very, very good competitor and he, he bashed a lot of people when he oh, was yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> did you guys go, did he go back to Estonia or is he living elsewhere now? Yeah, he went back. He's got a very successful business. He's a photographer, um, mm -hmm. like a fashion photographer. So yeah, he, he went back to Estonia fairly quickly. And yeah, but actually, he was good. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Just changing tax though, you were talking about um, like your work and stuff. But I wanted to ask Mary about hers because Mary's got a really cool job. Tell the listeners about what you do for work, Mary. Uh, <laughs> I just make things easy for people when you, oh my God, I wasn't prepared for this question. Like, <laughs> You're elevated, Peach, let's go. Let's go. No, no, I'm joking. It's just, just so relax. So I had an experienced designer. So when people come to technology, I make them, so they don't have to think. I they like can just do experience it. stuff. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh. And she won an award last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Huh? Tell us about the award. You won an award for your work last year, yeah? Oh, what was yeah. that award? What was yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, that is for um, Tess Water, uh, a water company in um, Tasmania. So I designed an app for them. Um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I would be yeah. nervous talking about this. Basically, I just make <laughs> make impact on people's life. So when it comes to technology, that's really cool. Awesome. Mary was not expecting this because she thought this is episode 69. We're just going to talk about sex the whole time. Yeah, what are you doing? We have totally thrown her off track. So. Yeah. What, I, what I would love to know. Yeah, we've only got one minute. Got one and a half minutes. So yeah, we've got yeah. one and a half minutes left. I would love to know just in a, like a quick, ex, like how, what brought you guys both to Australia? Because you both lived in completely separate countries. Like Marielle, what brought you to Australia in the first place? I came here when I was... <laughs> high school and my brother was here so we studied together then i decided to stay here awesome are you richard yeah. what brought you an airplane beautiful place it's right near st petersburg it's yeah good. just traveling started working at absolute and the rest is history really Holy yeah shit. i love australia greatest country in the world you just planned to stop by and you just fell in love i love that man that's awesome well yeah. guys thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing yeah. your lives you know and introducing yourself to the bjj community at large really appreciate that yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you.
Thank, Thank you. you. We'll see you soon on the mats. Can't wait to roll. Haven't strangled you in a while, Anton. Been too long, my brother. Let's do it. Cheers. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.